welcome to Beyond Natural Light Photography. I'm your host, Sandra Cohn, and on this podcast, I'll share my tips and tricks for mastering light, both natural and artificial, as well as what I've learned over the past 20 plus years as a professional photographer about building a standout brand, marketing yourself in an honest, authentic way, and building a profitable photography career without hustle or burnout. I'm gonna invite you to eavesdrop on conversations that I have with the photographers I coach, as well as from other industry experts so that you can gain real life, actionable advice about building the business you want and the life you deserve. So thanks for being here and let's get started. Hello friends and welcome back to another episode of the Beyond Natural Light podcast. I'm your host, Sandra Cohn, as always, and I'm so excited you're here. Today, I want to talk to you about um, transitioning from a full-time job or even a part-time job into becoming a full-time photographer. Now, this is something that uh, the people that I coach and mentor have asked me over and over again through the years. And actually, I just uh, had a mentoring call a few weeks ago with um, one of the photographers inside Sandra Cone certification. And this question came up for him and he was like, could you just talk about it on your podcast? I think it'd be really helpful. So that's what I'm doing today. Let's have a conversation about it. Now, a lot of people start their photography careers exactly how I started mine, which is sort of by accident. I think a lot of photographers kind of fall into photography, right? Like it's something we start doing for fun. And then people are like, oh, hey, you're, you're really good at this. And then we start doing it for friends and families. And then it kind of like becomes a little bit of a side hustle. Um, and it can live in that side hustle limbo for a long time. And so knowing when to take the steps, like when are you ready to, you know, quit your day job and go at it full time is something a lot of people struggle with. Something that I struggled with, you know, when I started my photography career, I didn't know it was going to be a photography career at the time. But when I started, I was a full-time public school teacher. I was working uh, for Seattle Public Schools. I was teaching kindergarten at the time. And like I've just laid out, photography was something that I'd always loved, something that I'd always been interested in, something I'd always done. And um, I was taking pictures for fun at the time, my friends or whatever. And one of my friends, Ginger, was pregnant with her first baby. And we did some maternity photos of her. And she was the one that was like, hey, maybe you should do this on the side as a way to supplement your teacher income because I wasn't making a lot of money as a teacher. And uh, so I did, I, I started offering it on the side and it, it kind of took off, right? So that's how it started for me. And, um, and then it took me a while. It took me about three years until I decided to quit my teaching job and become a full-time photographer. So I'll, I'm happy to share my story with you and how I came to that decision. What I told Kyle, who's the photographer I was just talking to about this is that, you know, there's no right or wrong way to do this. There's no, like, this is how, you know, you're ready to like quit your job and become a full-time photographer. It really is um, a very personal decision. And there's a lot of factors 
that you have to take into play, but I will share my journey with you and my story with you. Maybe it will be helpful. So like I said, at the time I was a teacher, full-time teacher. And, you know, when I got started teaching and probably still now, I mean, I haven't taught for almost 30 years at this point, 25 years. Um, we didn't make a lot of the money. And that was one of the reasons why I'd started, you know, doing photography on the side. My first year teaching, I actually qualified for food stamps, which is absurd. So um, I wasn't making a tremendous amount of money, but I did have healthcare and I did have security. And so when I realized that my side hustle from photography could actually become a full-time job, I sat down and I did the math. I was like, okay, if I'm going to pay for my own health insurance, if I'm going to replace my teaching income and then also replace my teaching income with the supplemental income that I've been making from photography, like what that number is, what do I need to make for all those three things per month so that I can um, support myself, you know, in a way that I want to live and, you know, pay for healthcare and all the things through my photography. And so I started with that number, like, this is my financial goal. This is what I need to be making and not even making gross, right? Because, you know, like you make money from your business and that's gross, but then you have business expenses. So I was like, what do I need to be making net? So what do I need to be making that I bring home every month in order to meet that criteria? And so I figured that out first. And then I uh, did the did the math, right? Like, okay, well, based on that number, and based on my sitting fee at the time, what I was making per session at the time, how many sessions do I need per month to make sure I'm hitting that revenue goal consistently? And so then I figured that out, and then you know, kind of reverse engineer it from there, and it's like, okay, well, what do I need to be doing to make sure that I am consistently and predictably getting that number of clients in per month so I can hit this revenue goal each and every month. And so that's how I did it. And figuring that stuff out, figuring out those numbers, um, kind of launched my interest in business and marketing, which now I'm obsessed with, right? Like I love business and marketing, but at the time I had no background in that, but it really became apparent to me. It's like, if I'm going to replace my job and I need to make this money, that means I need this amount of clients and how am I going to get those clients? And I think that that's the question that, you know, we always, it always comes back to, it's like, okay, well, how are you going to get the clients? How are you going to get butts in, butts in the seat, you know, to be able to make that money? Um, and so that's, that's what I figured out for myself. And that's what I did. Now, I think this is a, a relevant conversation to have for anybody who has a side hustle as a photographer, who wants to take their photographer, your, their photography full time, because um, what I realized when I was doing this for myself and what I shared with um, Kyle, who's in Sandra Cohen certification is that it really brings to light the importance of all the aspects of running a photography business, right? The craft, being good at what you do, right? But also knowing how to market yourself, 
knowing how to get clients and book out your calendar again, consistently and predictably month to month so that you have guaranteed income coming in that you can rely on. And that is the art of running your own business and being a business owner. So those are all the things that I'm teaching the photographers I work with in Sandra Cohn certification that I'm so excited about because that program, Sandra Cohn certification really is the first program I have ever put together in my life that combines all the things. You know, I have the missing link that teaches lighting. I have simply posed that teaches posing. I had, I had the six figure studio. We just recently closed it, the top business and marketing. But what I'm really loving about certification is it just feels holistic. It's like, let's start and look at the craft. Let's make sure, you know, light, like the back of your hand that you can work with natural light. You can work with artificial light. You can create a real signature light style because in order to have a signature style, that you need to have a signature brand and to be able to stand out in a saturated market, your work needs to be like super consistent. It needs to be airtight. That starts with lighting because as photographers, light is the cornerstone of everything we do. So you need to know light. You need to be obsessed with it. You need to be able to see it. You need to know how to create it consistently in any circumstance, whether you're outside, inside, whether you're working with natural light or artificial light, it's just really important. So we start with that. Then we get into the posing and the pose part is something I think a lot of photographers don't necessarily think about or um, treat as important as it needs to be because posing it, like having a posing system and knowing what your go-to poses are is important for your session flow, for making your clients feel comfortable, but it's also a way for you to create a signature style. What people don't think about is that when you have go-to poses, when you have, you know, a way that you work with your people that you show over and over and over and over again in your portfolio, that's another aspect of how you create a signature style. And when you compare that, when you uh, marry that with a consistent light style and then a consistent posing style, you start to develop a signature style. And then of course, the last piece of that is processing, right? Making sure that your work is co consistent, cohesive, not only in your light and in your poses, but also um, how it is processed and presented. So we go on into all of that in like nerdishly, wonderfully detailed lessons <laughs> in certification. But um the, the other piece to it is then the marketing piece. You know, what I teach all the time is that as photographers, you know, we market, we can, I always say marketing is just a fancy word for communication. And as photographers, we communicate in two primary ways. We communicate with our work and with our words. That is why you need to make sure your work is on point. You have a signature style that is creative and consistent and that shows you know, what it is that you do, but you also have to know how to use your words, how to craft compelling marketing, how to make sure that that is represented on your website and on your social media. And we get into that in the program too. Um, and so uh, my hope is that as people are going through the program, earning certification, and then actually having that social proof show that, you know, they've mastered their craft. They know this, they have the skills around marketing, they're now a part of my online directory and my international referral network that then the income piece becomes 
consistent and predictable so that if they want to, if people want to, they can quit their day job and support themselves and their families a hundred percent with their photography income, which is what I've gone on to do. Um, so anyway, that is, those are my thoughts on that. You know, if, if you are in this place where you really, really, really want to be a full-time photographer, you want to quit your day job, you want to support yourself and your family with your photography income. First of all, I want to say to you, it is a hundred percent possible. It is a hundred percent possible. I support my family and have supported my family with my photography for years. This career has given me so much as far as opportunity, but also flexibility. Um, I got to, you know, grow my business, grow my career, be an entrepreneur, do something creatively that fills me up while also being a stay-at-home mom to my kids, being able to volunteer at school if I wanted to, being able to go for walks with my friends in the middle of the day, like doing all those things. The flexibility that photography has given me, the gifts that photography has given me, um, I had no idea were even possible when I went into this. So if that's something you want, I just want you to know you can have it. If, uh, if I was able to do it, anybody can do it. I had literally no training, no back, you know, background in any of this. Um, so anyway, I just want to say that for you, but sit down and do the math, figure out like what you need to be making each and every month to hit your revenue goals. And then based on that number and based on your sitting fee numbers, how many clients do you need to have per month? And then what are you doing in your communication with your work and your words and your website, all the things to ensure that you have a marketing machine set up that is running for you constantly in the background so that you are pulling in the, that amount of clients that you need consistently and predictably month to month. And of course, if you need help with that, would love to help you with that. Uh, just let me know. Uh, Sandra Cone certification is currently closed, but we are opening enrollment up probably in the fall. So uh, follow the link that I'm going to share in the show notes. Get your name on the wait list so you're the first to know when we open enrollment. Uh, when we opened enrollment in May, it sold out, the program sold out within the first week. So um, get on that wait list so you're the first to know. I uh, hope this was helpful or interesting and I'll be back next week with another episode.